If you want to create a social-emotional-based preschool program, listen to today's Preschool All-Stars story. Last time we spoke with Sharice Ellison, she had just started her online preschool program, but had dreams of opening a local preschool. Today, Sharice has almost filled her first class in her in-home preschool. Sharice explains the importance of social-emotional learning in a preschool classroom and why she decided to make that her focus. Listen in to discover how you can create a social-emotional focus preschool program too. As mothers who need to add money to the family budget, we thought we only had two options. Get a job and put our kids in daycare or start a home daycare. But what if there was a third option, a better way that would allow you to create a consistent income and make a difference in children's lives while still staying home with your kids? I'm Joy Anderson, and this is the Preschool All-Stars Podcast, where I'm going to share exactly how myself and thousands of other moms have created successful preschools so you can do the same. Are you ready? Let's go. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Preschool All-Stars Podcast. I'm Bethany Johnson, and I'm joined again today for a little update episode by Sharice Ellison. How are you doing today? I'm doing good. How about yourself? Fantastic. I'm excited to speak to you again. Let's give a little uh, info about where you were the last time we spoke, which was about, I don't know, like nine months ago, maybe? Yeah, it sounds about right. Gosh, it seems yeah. longer than that in a way. But then I know, like yesterday. I know. In a, in That's because so much has happened. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> um, I was um, unemployed um, and... Um, finally realizing my dream. I think at that point I had already done the founding families and I had Mm -hmm. four children enrolled into my, um, online preschool. Mm -hmm. Um, And so, um, that's where I think I was like nine months ago, like, gosh, wow. (laughs) A lot has changed. And I remember you wanted to do a local, but you did, you didn't think you could because your dogs, is that what was my dog? Yep. Exactly. Yes. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. Dog. And just that, you know, you, you know, when you've had a dream for so long, you didn't envision it kind of being in your house either. So it was like my dog and this is not how I wanted to start it. And, you know, all these different reasons of why you cannot do it yeah. you know, versus just saying, why can you do it? Why, you know, oh. like, looking at it in a positive way. And Joy actually kind of helped me with that. <laughs> nice. Of course she did. Of course she did. Okay. So where are you now, girl? Tell me so all about now, it. um, I, okay, so I had four online kiddos um, during from, I think, April until um, June or whatever. And then we had like a summer break. And then I had two kids drop to go to local, um, their local preschools. Um, So then I still had two online. um, And then I gained another online kiddo. um, And so I have three online and now I have three local. (laughs) Yay! Yes, you opened your local. local. Yes. And so I started in October, um, of last, uh, in the fall of last year, um, local. And so I had started with one, then I got another one and then I just gained another one in, um, last month. So awesome. So what changed with the dog thing? Does he stay upstairs? Is he part of the class? How's the dog doing? He either is outside or in my bedroom. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, cool. And so what was the process of getting set up and how did you shift your mindset to, I can't do this to, I can do this. Joy, um, um, break down to break free. Um, mm-hmm. and it was just like, summit. yeah. Yeah. And so it was just like, 
you know, well, what, like basically just, just the change of wording, you know, why can't you, like, why can you, you know, and just mm. looking at it in a different way on the basis of, you know, your dog, does he have to be involved or, you know, this, that, and the other, and, you know, can he be outside? Can somebody else take him, you know, or can he, you know, because, you know, just the fact of his breed, you know, it's just like, okay, it just made me uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. it happens that all of my families have dogs or are getting a dog or love dogs. And so they're like, oh, not a big deal. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, totally. We so, just keep our dog upstairs with my husband. He like sits at his feet all day while he works from home. And aw. yeah, I mean, he like, he would do that anyway, honestly. So right. <laughs> <It's not too laughs> yeah, okay. So a- how did you get how did you get your signups? Did you do founding family? How, how, no, tell me all about I kind it. Of, um, I kind of just posted in Facebook. Okay. Um, one of, and two of my families actually live in my neighborhood. And oh, so nice. I posted in my neighborhood, um, group, Facebook group. Mm-hmm. And then the second family that I actually received, she actually found me by, um, on Facebook as well, by just putting in preschools. Mm, and nice. so that's how she found me. They had just moved um, here, I think the month before or two months before from um, out of state. And so okay. she needed her son to be somewhere. And so she, yeah, she looked, looked me up and came for a tour and her son didn't want to leave. And so she signed up. <laughs> nice. That's always great when they have a hard time getting the kids out. I feel like that's they're like, yes. okay, sweet, get them in. <laughs> right. Exactly. Yeah. I was like, well, how about we come do a trial day? And that was my way of just like, getting him out the door. So that way mom's like, okay, come on, yeah. <laughs> you know, and he's like kicking and screaming. And I'm like, you can yeah. see me on Monday, come on Monday, you know, come mm-hmm. see me on Monday. Mm-hmm. And so that's kind of how we got him out the door and he came Monday and, you know, and he wanted to join. He told his mom, like, I want to go to the school there. <laughs> Perfect. I love that. I love when parents text me after a tour and we're like, he won't stop talking about coming back to your house. <laughs> I'm like, yes. yes got him. So yes. what part of your house did you turn into it? Um, I had a, I have a three bedroom house. And so it's just me, my dog. And so I actually turned one of my bedrooms into my preschool room. And so actually awesome. I'm sitting in it today. <laughs> Yay. Oh, I'm so happy that, that it, that it happened for you. Cause I know you, I know you wanted it and I know you had reservations and now I love that it's, that it's happening. That's so great. Yeah. So what's your, what's your classes? What's your class schedule? Um, I do nine to 12 and right now this class is Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Okay. And how much do you charge for that? I charge three eighty. Also, that just went blank. <laughs> three eighty a month Perfect. for um, my local. Awesome, awesome. And do you have a niche for that, or is it just preschool, regular preschool? Um, it's social, emotional, and play based. Um, and so, it's funny. I just got in the curriculum I'll be using for the social emotional piece. And so I'm super excited Mm -hmm. to introduce that to uh, my kids. What curriculum is that? It's called Instill. um, Instill. It's it's social emotional and it has like puppets and different things like that. Mm. It's through MVP Kids. Um, And so I'm super What is it? MVP Kids? Uh Uh-huh. MVP Kids. Okay. Would that be good to use? um, Do you use it with your online program too? I'm going to, I think I'm going to try to do with both. Yes. Okay. Um, okay. And, and so I just what got kind it, so of, it. <laughs> yeah. What, what kind of stuff is that? So is that just like a small component of your day that you're going to be using that with other curriculums or is that the bulk of your like teaching time spent on that? My goal is to kind of intertwine it throughout the day. 
you know, because mm-hmm. obviously the social emotional piece is so important, you know, on the basis mm-hmm. of interacting with your peers and interact, you know, following directions and, you know, it's, it's the basis of what kindergarten teachers are looking for, yeah. you know, um, when they go to kindergarten, you know, when I've taught Head Start before and I've talked to kindergarten teachers and I've actually had employed prior, um, prior kindergarten teachers when I worked in childcare, they do say that social emotional is so important. Um, mm-hmm. They much rather have a kid that can get along with their peers, follow directions and that than versus the educational side of things. Yeah. And they say, I can teach that, you know, it's the social piece. That's a little bit harder sometimes when you have a class full of kids. So mm. I figure, you know, oh, yeah. that's going to be my, my thing, because I always seem to gravitate to those kids that are more challenging anyways, mm-hmm. <laughs> when I was teaching yeah. as well as as a director. And so, and I just know the reason why is that something in them, they haven't learned or haven't been taught. And so mm-hmm. I want to make sure that moving forward, that I can do my best to be able to teach those kids what they need to be able to interact with other people. And as well as to know that it's okay to have these feelings, but it's how we um, explain them or how we, um, that's what I'm looking for. Ah! Um, Using our words. Yes. How we use our words and how we, you know, express ourselves, you know, appropriately. Right. You know, Mm -hmm. um, in that it's okay to be mad, but how do you express yourself? It's not okay to hit your friend because they took something, you know, you have to use your words, you know, or express yourself like, Hey, that's mine. You know, may I have that back please? Or, you know, this, Mm -hmm. that, and the other. So. Oh yeah. I feel like that is like the most important part of kinder of preschool. And what, like, I mean, we spend so much of our time doing that anyway, to have a curriculum really focus on it. Because I mean, I, I literally feel like I spend all day being like, we use our words. It's okay. You know, the same thing you just said, it's okay to be angry, but we, we can't hit people, you know, having a curriculum to really solidify better ways to teach that would really, really help. Definitely. And as an old, you know, I'm teaching first and second grade before I started this, it's like, yeah, you can teach the kids to, to read. That's the easy part. Mm-hmm. When you have a kid who's throwing a chair because he never right. learned to use his words <laughs> instead of exactly. throw chairs, then your entire class is derailed and no one's learning. Exactly. You know, cause I've been in this field for a long time, you know, it'll be 27 years this year. And, you know, I've worked in different places. I've worked for, you know, a lot of different companies. And a lot of times I see when I'm in the classroom is that a lot of times it's like, oh, use your words, but no one's really teaching them how to use their words mm-hmm. or no one's yeah. teaching them what they can do if they're mad or what they can do mm-hmm. if they're upset or, you know, are sad or happy, you know, no one's, they're yeah. not really being taught. It's like adults, we automatically think that children know what we know, but mm-hmm. we're teachers. Our job is to yeah. teach them because they don't know, like, just like putting out toys. Sometimes they don't know how to play with those toys. So it's our role to teach them how to use yeah. said toys. Otherwise they're chucked across the room, you know, it's like, oh. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. Oh, we don't throw those. Like, let me show you how we build with those instead, you know? Yeah. And, I, and that's what I've noticed over the course of the time that I've been uh, doing this is that we forget that they're children and they don't come already knowing how to do certain things. Yes. And it's role oh my gosh. As a teacher to teach. <laughs> yes. Absolutely. It's funny with the toys because I forget that all the time. I just, I get excited. I get excited for a new toy when we get it and I put it out and, uh, you know, and I just expect them to know how to use it. And then I very quickly realize, that, Oh no, no, wait, of course <laughs> they've never seen this before. And I've really been trying, I've been reading so many books about, 
you know, parenting mostly because I'm really trying to, you know, become the best parent I could be for my little side guy. And I'm really trying to reframe my thinking of with like the, the harder, the, you know, the kids who are struggling with social emotional stuff mm-hmm. instead of like, it's, it's so hard to forget that like, they're not doing this to be mean or to be, you know, right. and trying to reframe my thinking and, and into what are they not getting that they need? Like, what are they lacking right now that is causing them to do this? Because it's so easy to just, you know, think of it, it like you would think of an adult, like, oh, they're doing this to hurt me, to make me upset. Like, no, what do they need? What need is not being filled that, that's making them act that way? But it's really it hard to remember that, stop as a, the grown up and remember that and change your it thinking. It is, it is. It's, it really is because you can get in those power struggles and different mm-hmm. things like that. It's like, you know, one of the things that um, I had to remember is the fact that a behavior is telling you something. Yes. You know, it's either um, a need for love or I forget what it was. You know, there's a saying that goes with it, which all of a sudden now, as I'm trying mm-hmm. to tell you, it's not there, but it, it, it's telling us something. And there's usually a reason mm-hmm. why they're doing what they're doing. They're not misbehaving because they enjoy it. It's usually because yep. they have not been taught how to react in the situation that they're in. And yes. so it's a lot easier for me to melt down and chuck things and throw things and have a tantrum than it is for me to express mm-hmm. what it is that I'm feeling because they don't yep. know how to do that. Yeah. So. I actually started a parenting book club with my preschool parents so we can all kind of read oh, these cool. books together and then talk about it. And it's been really great. We've read How to Talk So Little Kids Will Listen, which is, has been my favorite book. And then we also read um, The Five Love Languages of Children, which oh. I had read the, the Five Love Languages for Your Partner a while ago, yeah. but I didn't, I never really uh, equated it to kids. And now I'm like, at all the kids, I'm like, ooh, how would, like, what's her love language? Does she need a hug or does she need a, a word of encouragement? You know, I'm trying to like, just get inside, you know, their little tiny psyches and figure out because they're all, we're all, you know, even them, they're all individuals and they're different. Right. And it's just so hard when you have a lot of them and you're just like trying to keep order and in, in your head, you're like, <laughs> I got to keep order. I got to keep order. And so you just forget that like, no, they still need individual needs. It's not, yes. your class is not going to be in order if each one isn't getting their needs fulfilled. And it's a lot, it's a lot exactly. to think about, but it's so rewarding when you finally do, when you break through that barrier of like, I haven't been able to get through to this kid. And now I feel like I'm starting to, it's really rewarding. Yes. It's so true because you know, like I just have the three and I can only have four anyways, um, at one time without being mm-hmm. um, licensed. Um, and just the different dynamics of the three kiddos that I have, you know, two of them happen to be kind of developmentally delayed. <laughs> and then one of them is the, you know, typical child, you know, and it's just on the basis of, and he's the one that needs the most attention. <laughs> yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. You know, and it's just mm-hmm. like the dynamics of them is just, it's just been fun, you know, like, yeah. hmm, you know, and cause he's an only child, even though two of them are only children, but he's the one that sometimes struggles a little bit of, how to interact with the other kids, you know? Mm-hmm. And so it's like, yeah. okay, oh, you need to, you know, you need to use your words and tell him like, oh, I want to build this by myself, you know, or oh, please don't knock it over. Or, yeah. you know, you gotta, you know, you screaming at him is not telling him what you need, you know? Mm-hmm. And so just giving yeah. him the words and cause he's, you know, he's got a lot of vocabulary, you mm-hmm. know, but he just doesn't know how to interact with other kids, you know, mm-hmm. in that regard. So, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And I feel like as early childhood education teachers, we go straight to a lot of times like, like that. Can you say you're sorry that hurt, you know, like trying to get them like, say this, you know, like, 
and then I read one of the things I was reading, like forcing children to say they're sorry without like having them understand that is kind of like creating sociopaths, you know, because they're just like going to do something like sorry and not like not understand the meaning behind it and not understand why someone else would want to hear that. But it's so easy to just be like, say you're sorry. Why did you do that? You know, right. I have stopped using that. Gosh, I don't know how long ago because I went to a training or something about on that. And they were saying that kids aren't nine times out of 10, they're not sorry. No, because they, yeah. one, they don't understand what they've done mm-hmm. was wrong. And yep. two is that they did it for a reason, you know? Yes. And so, <laughs> you know, yeah, I'm like, oh, totally. so my thing is like, oh, look at so-and-so's face. Mm-hmm. Look, are they, how do they look? How do you think they feel when you did that? Mm-hmm. You yep, know, so yes. I go that route versus say you're sorry. And then I've run into right. kids, you know, because I kind of still substitute that. Well, like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I'm like, well, sorry doesn't always make it better. Exactly. I was like, look, and that's so what it funny. turns kids into when you're just telling kids to say sorry, mm-hmm. then they think they can do whatever and be like, I'm sorry. And then it's better. Yes. And it's you know, I, I've done a, um, an activity with my kids one time um, when I was a director and I crumbled up a piece of paper, you know, I was saying like mean things to the paper as I'm crumbling up. Oh, you know, I don't like you. You're not nice. Da, 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 da. You know, and then um, I opened it back up and I was like, oh, Oh, but I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But oh, look at the paper. Is the paper how it was the way, you know, before? Is it, you know, nice and neat? And they're like, no. Like, well, that's how it feels when you say mean things to friends. I was like, just because you say sorry doesn't make the paper better. Doesn't make your friend better. Ooh, you know, I like and that. so they're like, oh, I was like, so you have to, you know, be nice to our friends and say things that are nice to them because otherwise it still hurts them. And sorry doesn't mm-hmm. make it better. Yeah, you know? that's a good so visual. To teach the teach the visual. Of yeah. That, so. It's such an important skill to uh, like, I have one kid who's very handsy, like very handsy with everybody, you know, and some kids are more physical touch, but he's the one yes. to like go up and tickle kids until they're like very uncomfortable or, you know, grab them into a big hug until they're very uncomfortable, you know? And so I'm trying so hard to get him to like realize people's body language, you know, like when you tickle them, she's going like this and she's making that face. How does that make, how do you think she feels? Does, does she look like she wants that? Or, or it's so nice that you want to give your friends hugs, but look, he's, he's pushing you away. So, you know, because right. there's so many grown ups that don't see people's body language and understand right. it, you know, and like, I, I see it all the time. And and I, I'm like, yeah, this is when it's taught because you're not going to teach, you know, a grown up like when you touch someone that way, it doesn't, you know, and I feel like that, like a, a lot of older people maybe have that, you know, like that, that could be part of the whole Me Too movement, you know, it was right? like that generation, they just <laughs> right? hugged people and touched them and they didn't know, you know, there was mm-hmm. no like read people's body language to realize they may be uncomfortable, you know, yeah. like stuff like that. Yeah, even like with parents, like, oh, give her, give, oh, give your teacher a hug. And you have like, mm-hmm. or you've done a tour or something, the kid doesn't really know you. And like, oh, yeah. give him a hug. And yeah. they're like, this got this face, like, um, oh, no. And I'm like, yes. that's okay. I see a mm-hmm. smile on your face. Thank you so much for coming. You, I love mm-hmm. your smile. I was like, a smile is enough for me. <laughs> yep. You know, totally. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not going to make the child hug me. I was like, they don't know me. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Even, yeah. Even if they did know me, sometimes they don't feel like it. You yeah, know, exactly. Exactly. It. So it's okay. Yep. I yep. They're smiling. I was like, I'll see you tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Maybe tomorrow you want to give me a hug. <laughs> yeah, totally. And even with my own, with my own baby, like there's times, you know, people like want to go and just grab him, you know, and I see he's like, cause he doesn't know them or whatever. Right. And I want him to like feel safe and I want him to know that it's okay to, you know, he's really little, but I still want right. to give him like the language, like, it's okay. We say, you know, just need some space right now. You know, like, 
just trying to give him that language. Cause I don't, I don't want him to feel pressured to, you know, uh, hug people he's uncomfortable hugging or right. stuff like that. And I see it with the little kids all the time. Like, you know, some, the big boys want to come and hug the little girls and the little girls are like this. And I'm like, tell them you need space. And I'm like, we need, you know, it's just so important to learn those things that, and so many parents, I feel like don't, don't really realize what it's instilling in them when we're forcing them into things that make them uncomfortable. You know, when right. you can clearly see it makes them uncomfortable. And we're just kind of do this, go give this person a hug or go do this to make them like to appease the adult. And what is that teaching them? Like, I should not listen to my instincts. I should do things that make me feel uncomfortable to appease other people, you know, right. just things like that, that I feel like we're, we're becoming more conscious of these things, but we haven't been in the past as like a culture or a whatever we haven't been. And now I think it's starting to change with our, you know, it's starting to realize those things a little more. Yes, definitely. You know, just like yesterday, they, um, two of my kiddos were looking out the window and, you know, at my dog and one of them was like, Oh, give me a hug. Cause you know, I have a two and a half year old. He's really little, you know? And they're like, Oh, he, they treat him like the baby. And, uh, and he was like, Oh, here, give me a hug. And I'm like, Oh, look, Oh, look at his body. He's saying, no. I was like, he's not wanting a hug right now. I was like, he's too busy mm-hmm. looking at the dog, you know, out the window. I was like, you know, you need to use your words and ask and wait, you know, yeah. he's like, Oh, Okay. <laughs> I was like, oh, oh everyone doesn't funny. want me to touch them all the time. Oh, okay. <laughs> you know, oh, it's so, so funny. So how deserve. is your life different now getting back to the preschool? Cause I love that tangent that we go on because I'm so interested in all this and I go on tangents with people and they're like, yeah. So it's really nice to talk to someone else who's, who cares about it. Yes. But how is your life different now than it was a year ago? With um, your, more your confident. I'm more confident in the fact that I'm, you know, obviously I have a preschool, but at the same time, it's like, what can I still do differently, you know, mm-hmm. on the basis of to grow my preschool? Because obviously yeah. I still have other classes that I can feel, mm-hmm. you know, and I know that there's people out there that I, that need me, yeah. <laughs> need yeah, what I have totally. to offer. And so it's just a point of trying to figure out how to get myself to those people, you mm-hmm. know, and to build yeah. the program and um, whether in my home or outside the home or, you know, just that I have such a big goal and dream, yeah. you know, yeah. it's like, how do I get there? But yet focus here where I'm at right now. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, girl, I am right where you are. It's so hard to stay present when you have so many, so many dreams to make it bigger. I I'm gosh, I know exactly what you mean there. Yeah. So what are your plans to, to fill those classes? Um, it's funny as I was just talking to one of our all-star sisters earlier via message and I was saying, I was like, yeah, I feel like I probably need to do a flyer drop somewhere, you know, cause it's just me and I can't, I don't really have any teenagers in my life to be able to like go door to door or whatever. And mm-hmm. so I may just go out to like, um, like the Walmarts and the local grocery store, <clears throat> excuse me, and just drop flyers that way. Um, as well as, um, my anniversary is coming up, my first anniversary. So I'm going to do um, a field trip to the park. And so also bringing things there that day to be able to pass out mm, as well. Yeah. Um, if there's other families. Get a big sign, get a little sign. I got like a dry erase board. When I do park things, I get a dry erase board and write my school name. And then, you know, obviously the, the t-shirts and stuff, anything you can have your name on it. Definitely. Yes. And so I'm, yeah. And so I'm definitely thinking about doing that to get myself, you know, um, I was like, you know what, 
we should take a field trip that day to the park. <laughs> it's free totally. for one. And for two, there's, yeah. there's hopefully be a lot of other parents there that might be mm-hmm. looking. Um, yes. I did a poll question in a group that I am able to be in since I'm not a mom. And so um, this one group, I kind of asked what they were looking for in, a, in regards to preschool on the basis of whether full-time, part-time, you know, um, three days a week and so forth. And I got a little bit of feedback from that. It seems like there's parents that are mostly looking for like the three day a week part-time mm-hmm. schedule. Um, so it's just a point of yep. um, getting them here. <laughs> yeah, totally. Totally. Ooh, well, I know you'll do it. You'll do it. So how are you looking? How many kids can you have in one class? Cause you said you're, have, you're not licensed. Correct. Um, I can okay. have four. I can have four. Okay. Okay. So you almost filled one class. Yes. I almost filled one class. I know. I'm like, Oh my gosh, <laughs> one class is almost full. Yeah, um, totally. And now you'll be getting word of mouth and stuff. And are your, um, online students local or are they spread out throughout? There's the it's funny. There's two are in my state, but they're not close enough to attend. And okay. so they're about maybe like an hour, um, hour and a half away. Um, and then mm-hmm. one's in Texas. Okay. And do you give like referral bonuses? I haven't yet. Okay. Do that. Do that. Yeah. Cause part of me is still like, you know, with the online, I'm like, do I still want to grow? Because right now it's, it, it takes a class away. Like I, so I can't have a Tuesday, mm-hmm. Thursday morning class because that's when I have yeah. my online. And yeah, so yeah. I'm still in the point, like, do I still want to do it and take a season yeah. just to grow the local and then come back mm-hmm. to online? Or do I want to just, cause these are my founding families, two of them. They've been with me for almost a year. So do I just stay and like continue to try to grow that too? And so it's just like all these different things, but my brain is just like, yeah, it's so much. (laughs) I know I had to stop my online program once I had the baby because I just couldn't do it. But even then I had to switch the times because I was doing it in the morning. And then when my local started, I had to switch it to afternoon, which was just hard. It was just a lot to do. And even now I'm starting it back up my online. And I'm like, the only time that I can do the live is at four o'clock. I can't do it during the morning or during the afternoon. And that's just like, it's hard to do that. And it's like a weird time to do how many people even want like four o'clock. And if it's East coast, people, kids are on the East coast and it's seven o'clock then. And then that's bedtime. So yeah, I'm struggling with that too. You know, in my, my Texas kid, that would be six o'clock for him. And so Mm -hmm. I'm like, <sighs> yeah I'm like that's not four o'clock's not gonna work because I'm thinking the same thing I was like oh four I was like oh I could do that it's probably be good because you know it's four o'clock here so those the two that are here in this state yeah. that'll be fine but oh mm-hmm. wait no I have this Texas kid like that's probably not gonna be great for him like, you know yeah. at six o'clock and I'm like oh, how can I make this work <laughs> I know, I know. You know I'm struggling with it too I'm actually doing one set, one like offer that's like all on demand, all pre-recorded, and I, I'm teaching two classes, and then I got a dance teacher, and then I got a music teacher. So I'm having like so, and that's all pre-recorded, and I'm hoping oh, nice. that if I can, and I'm making it like pretty affordable for at least for the founding family rate. So I'm hoping that I can jump, get people on board. Then as like it's on demand, you can play it whenever. And then maybe switch a few of them, switch some of them over to the live because I can't have too many live anyway, because I don't have a lot of time to do live. So, right, right. But right. it's, it's a struggle to do both. So I get where you're coming from, but even with your local, I mean, I give $50 discounts to my local kids, $50 tuition credits, um, for any referrals. And it's brought in a good amount. So, yes, I was just, it's funny as I was just thinking about, I think I just saw something either in all stars or somewhere. And I'm like, I need to do that. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, it like, really I helps. To, I need to start doing that because I mean, they've been with me for, you know, at least since October for one of them and since December mm-hmm. for the other one. And so I'm just yeah. like, okay, let me see if I can get some more like from them and get the referrals yeah. and so forth, or even at least a review um, as well. So um because I have, because one of my, the third child I just had, he was actually Tuesday, Thursday afternoon. And so mom okay. did bump him up to three days a week. And so she oh, went nice. from two days to three days. So, so like, was oh, he still, was- you were still holding, you were holding the class and he was just the only one in it. And then he yep. switched over to the other kids. Mm-hmm. Cool. Cool. Yeah. So you're still enrolling. That's actually, I was going to ask that. Are you only enrolling for that class? Or are you trying to enroll for all of them? And then if you get a kid, it'll just be the only one until you get more kids. Yep. I was trying to enroll for all of them, you know, just mm-hmm. because I'm like, cause I love what I do. And I'm like, Oh, I want to fill yeah. all the classes. Yeah, um, yeah. yeah, And so, well, that opportunity opened up and I had originally had somebody else that was interested in that, but the mom didn't want her child to be the only one. And so mm-hmm. I did kind of reach back out to say, Hey, I got another enrollment, but I hadn't heard anything back. Um, but the mom was okay with it being him the only one because she just wanted him, you know, to be in a learning environment right versus right. just at home hey, I mean it's you know, one-on-one friends. tutoring can't argue right. with that <laughs> <laughs> yeah. you know um and so but then um she just messaged me she's like hey can I you know move to the am you know because I think he was also doing therapies and stuff too mm. and so um so yeah my am sure. classes fill faster than the afternoon definitely yes. morning classes always fill faster yeah, so yeah. That, and it's funny because I've, I've I know this being in the field as long as I've been in, you know. But at the same time, it's like okay, well, at least I'll have an opportunity. But so we'll see, you know. Yeah. We'll see moving forward, and um, hopefully, like the summer programs. At least I think I'm going to take a break from the online for summer okay. and just focus on the local, and then the fall we'll see what happens. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Library, if you're handing out flyers, I haven't done this yet, but I was going to when I was handing out flyers a while ago, find out the story time hours at your library and then go put them on all the cars at the library parking lot. Cause that oh, means yeah. that That's there's a lot a of preschool idea. parents there. Yeah. Yes. I need to do that. Cause I just, we just had a library that opened up actually right down the street from me. So. Oh, perfect. So if they do story time, that's a great place to hand out flyers. Awesome. Well, Sharice, I'm so excited for you that you made your goal of opening your local school and next year we can catch back up and you can tell me all the cool stuff that's happening next year. Yes. Hopefully I'll be in a location. That'll be the main goal. Yeah. (laughs) All right. All right. Love it. Moving on up, moving on up. So when you do get your location, are you, do you want to make it like are you looking to make it like a big center or still keep the half day schedule? How are you, what's your dream for that? It'll probably be a mixture um, okay. of um, half day and full day, um, but just still preschool hours. Like, you mm-hmm. know, I think the, it'd probably, if anything, it'd be like eight to three thirty, if that yep. you know, type of thing. Yeah. Um, just because I've worked childcare and I don't want those long hours Yeah, and totally. I don't want to hire a director and have them have to work those long hours if, you know, if yep. something was to happen. Um, mm-hmm. and so I still want to keep, you know, those, those hours. And so, um, it's funny cause I want to have like, like, like at least six classes I'm thinking, <laughs> yeah, you yeah. know, two-year-old class, you know, and like, and then preschool and then like a separate where it's a full day class is separate from the, the part-timers. Yeah. Um, and, and then eventually maybe a private kindergarten class too. 
So yeah, I love these big dreams, big dreams. Love them. Yeah. With awesome. gardening um, and yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm still trying to work on my garden. We planted carrots a while ago and then they're like sprouting on top and we went to dig them up and they were these like little teeny tiny carrots. And I'm like, oh, well, here's our carrots, kids. Oh, we haven't, I'm really bad at gardening. I'm, really, I'm, I'm trying to learn, trying to learn with the kids on how to make our garden a success. <laughs> we're right. still not there yet though. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I was like thinking, I'm like, I'm gonna have to hire someone that at least like, okay, so a question, this is gonna be off the wall. I was like, do you garden? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Totally. I know. I know. I bring down my husband, farmer cam, you know, but so he helps us plant them and stuff, but then he doesn't really have time to like upkeep and I don't have the time or the memory or anything. I like plant them and then forget them. And that's why why my garden doesn't work. (laughs) Yeah. I'd probably be guilty of the same thing. So Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I know there's a lot going on. There's a lot going on. The plants don't talk. They don't cry and tell me that they need love. And so I forget about them. (laughs) <laughs> no, I know, right? Might have to just put it on a calendar. Like, okay, mm. this day, remind me to water the plants. Yes, this day, remind true. me to check <laughs> to yeah, weed or that's whatever. True. <laughs> I have started using my calendar with success. So maybe I should just add that on. Go love the plants. <laughs> right. <laughs> Eat the plants. Yeah, totally. Yes. Oh, well, thank you so much for talking to me again. I really appreciate it. And I can't wait to hear what comes next. Yes. Well, thank you so much for having me. Of I appreciate course. it. Always awesome. a pleasure. And I'm yeah. always, I always love seeing your, your posts and your comments in the group as well. Oh, thank you. They're always helpful. You. Yeah. Oh, thank yeah. you. <laughs> have a great night. Thank you. you if you'd like to have a success story, just like that one, I invite you to join our preschool all-stars. It's my exclusive membership community where you'll get mentorship from me with weekly Q and a lives support and guidance and friendship from hundreds of women on the exact same journey as you starting running and growing their preschools and my exclusive access to preschool university every training and done for you file that you'll need for every milestone on your journey to help you start run and grow your preschool we've all been there and we've got the exact same steps that you need to go through but we do it all very quickly so that you don't have to waste time or money doing the wrong things at the wrong time we'd love for you to join our preschool all-stars membership just go to preschoolallstars.com or click the link in the description to a immediately jump into preschool all-stars again go to preschoolallstars.com and we'll see you there